USAopoly is the company behind your favorite top quality custom board games made with brands you love. They're your source for authentic hot pop culture board games and puzzles. They also create award-winning tabletop experiences that will keep your game nights fully entertained with laughter and shareable memories. For more details, go to usaopoly.com. That's U-S-A-O-P-O-L-Y.com. Warning. DC on CW contains adult language and discussions. If you're easily offended, do not continue to listen. to DC on CW, Supergirl Edition on Rain Man Digital. If you're listening from your desktop, you can take us mobile by downloading the Rain Man Digital app available in the iTunes App Store and Google Play. Simply search Rain Man Digital. You can also find us on demand through iTunes and Stitcher by searching DC on CW. And once you find us there, please go ahead and leave us a review. All right. I am your host, Lauren Alexander. I have Nicole Nance with me. Hello, hello. And Bobby D. What is up? All right. So we're going to be breaking down and discussing Supergirl Season 3, Episode 9, Rain. Rain and Supergirl finally have an epic battle. We they, finally get Rain in her ca- costume, and it's uh, the mid-season finale this they, week. They dukes it out. They dukes it out, yo. Um, so leading up to the, you know, now that we're past the crossover and we've had the mid-season finale, not a whole lot of news not a whole lot going on. Um, they're kind of going to hold anything that they have like that back to promote when they come back in January. But we do have a little bit of something, a little interesting story. Um, so Comic Book Resources put out an article saying that's entitled like how a joke led to Martian Manhunter appearing on Supergirl. And so, you know, we all know that Hank Henshaw was the uh, the. Uh, director of the DEO and he was a crotchety mean jerk of a man who hated aliens and then all of a sudden we find out oh no wait that's just a persona because aliens haven't been treated well and he is one and he's got to keep up appearances and stuff because he's Martian Manhunter well apparently that wasn't always the case so um Apparently, he was harboring a secret still, but it wasn't a happy one. It was like an actual dark secret. And uh, Andrew Kreisberg spoke to The Hollywood Reporter a little while back and uh, before he was let go. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> <laughs> awkward laughter. OK, um, he said he said Jeff Johns, Greg Berlanti and I were saying it's so funny we cast David because he's got those weird ears like alien ears, which first of all. 
You leave his ears alone. Right? They're not they're not weird. What? Um he said, I don't remember which one of us said it, but it was like, if we were ever going to make a Martian Manhunter show, David would have been the perfect Martian Manhunter. And Jeff said, well, why can't he be? We already had it set up that Hank was keeping this bad secret. And then we started thinking about, well, what if it was a good, I, what if it was a good secret? You think he's bad, but then he turns out to be not only good, but the most good person in the DC universe. Um, I guess Harewood, who plays, uh, who plays, uh, Martian Manhunter didn't know about the change until about two weeks into the gig. And he said, I was told about two weeks into the job. I knew something was changing during the pilot, but I wasn't absolutely sure what it was. Part of it was quite uncomfortable because a lot of what Hank said was exposition and was DEO. I'm this, I'm here. I was really pleased. Martian Manhunter is such a huge character. It took me in a new different direction and it was brilliant for me because as much as I could, I couldn't really find an angle to play Hank Henshaw prior to then. It was interesting. So that's that's cool. So he was really only supposed to be Cyborg Superman. Probably, yeah. Um, true to the comics, but um but I I like that they did that. I like that, you know, he was masquerading as Hank Henshaw and Hank Henshaw did end up turning out to be Cyborg Superman, which is, you know, true to the names in the comics. And uh, instead, the imposter was Jean. Could you imagine the show without him? No. No, I really can't. I was just thinking that. Like, what, what, like who would be the leader? <laughs> Wynn referred to him as Papa Bear this episode, and he totally is. Yeah. He is. He's Papa Maybe. Bear. He's just like Papa Joe and everybody else. He's that guy that everybody looks up Papa to. Papa Marsh. He's the dad figure. Yeah. And he I, is. I, the show would be probably really weird without him. Yeah. I mean, I, I like what they... I like what they did. Um, you know, comic book resources mentioned the the whole evil Hank Henshaw idea got to be recycled by revealing that Jean took the form of Hank Henshaw and blah blah blah. So it they I think they did a good job, and Weird. that's just a, a cool little behind uh, the scenes. Yeah, like a ha 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 ha. Look uh-huh. what we did. Just a little look inside the uh, the behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So with that. Let's take a quick break. I'll be in the armory, shooting at something. That sounds relaxing. DC on CW. We'll be right back. The Rain Man Show. The Rain Man Show. I've never had that issue. Andrew, you're also autistic. Sure. And you don't know how to read human behavior. It's true. No, I understand. So that. you probably but think, I've never, oh gosh, golly, this guy really liked me. Meanwhile, he wants to curb stomp I've you on your way out. I've never had that interaction. Everybody, it, I, it's because they don't know your schedule. Once they know your schedule, you're going to get curb stomped. <laughs> it's every other day for three days, and then it's a two day rest. All right. But I've oh, never had God. that interaction. Like wh- whenever I approach somebody and I say, "Hey, here's some resources that might give you a better." Resources? <laughs> what do you give them? Like, what do you like? Let me pull up my bodybuilding.com <laughs> account. I'll like, show it to you, bro. You're offering books. Do you like? <laughs> do you pin like a link to Pinterest and you like send it over to them? No, I'm just like, hey, here's some. If you're looking for a routine or not uh, routine, if you're looking to fix your or work hey, on your form, I've actually, I've actually uh, pinned a few uh, great workout routines on, on my Pinterest. Hit me up. He goes over to the guy that's like fucking two sixty six five, just ripped. Like, uh, would you like to try my new team? Yeah. <laughs> you know when you squat, you got to break parallel, right? Uh, I'm like, hey, I'm like, hey, bro, with me. 
anybody at the gym. Oh, uh, man. I made some good friends, all right? That's I mean, all you, I'm saying about right it. He's got treadmill, he's got you, treadmill you, friends. Like, if I didn't know any better, I would think we were in 1930s and you were living in an attic with Anne Frank recently. That's how thin you are. You're malnutritioned and you're trying to get... Oh, my God, crying. Stop. <laughs> For more Rain Man, visit RainManShow.com. Holodeck 3 program is reinstated. Open Sesame! Star Trek to Star Wars. Yeah. And I know that's blasphemous to so many science fiction fans out there because so many people believe you can't be fans of Star Trek and Star Wars. Star Wars. It's weird. The producers of Star Trek would never go up against this on the same weekend as release of Star Wars and vice versa. That's just silly. It'd be silly, but oh my god! It, I think the geek community would just explode at that point. Oh my god! I'm gonna wear my Star Trek gear and I'm going to set phasers to kill for any <laughs> Star Wars fans that get in the way. Good luck blocking that with your saber. No. Did you picture though? If like we've always been speculating about like Dave Filoni's next project, what happens if it's a live action Star Wars film or Star Wars TV show? Yeah, and they put it right against Discovery. Oh. That would be something. Oh, my God. What am I going to do? <laughs> Set phasers to full effect on Dave Filoni's penis. Oh, you can't defeat Dave Filoni's penis because we're going to put a ray shields over it. Take that, Star Trek baddies. Star Trek from the holodeck. Exclusively on Rain Man Digital. Go to RainmanDigitalMedia.com or Patreon.com slash RainmanDigital. End simulation. Have you ever wanted something so bad that you do just about anything for it? Well, that's exactly how we feel about you. That's right. AdamandEve.com wants you so bad. We're giving you 10 free gifts with your first order. You heard me right. That's 10 free gifts to spice up your love life. First, you'll get a sexy surprise for her. Second, an adventurous toy for him. And third, a little something we know you'll both enjoy. Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD. And number 10, free shipping on your entire order. That's 10 free gifts for you shy types who've never tried Adam and Eve before. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, a sexy piece of lingerie, or anything you desire. Just enter offer code DEAL30 at checkout and you'll get all 10 free gifts, including free shipping. That's offer code DEAL30. That's D-E-A-L-30 at adamandeve.com. USAopoly is the company behind your favorite top quality custom board games made with brands you love. They're your source for authentic, hot pop culture board games and puzzles. They also create award-winning tabletop experiences that will keep your game nights fully entertained with laughter and shareable memories. For more details, go to usaopoly.com. That's U-S-A-O-P-O-L-Y.com. Have you missed an episode of DC on CW? Catch up on all of our discussion from Supergirl, The Flash, Arrow, and Legends of Tomorrow. Just search DC on CW on iTunes and Stitcher. You can also find it on the Rain Man Digital app. Just search Rain Man Digital from the iTunes App Store or Google Play. Well, I'm not plotting to kill Barry Allen. 
on listening to Rain Man Digital's DC on CW. Guys, we are back. Let's talk this episode, the mid-season finale, Supergirl Season 3, Episode 7, Wake Up, directed by Chad Lowe. Again, right? They I need to direct the last one? switch that. Huh? That's probably my fault. What? I, I don't think he directed this one. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh. And, it's ep- <laughs> and it's Episode 9, Rain. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, written by Gabriel Yanis and Anna Muskie Goldwyn. I'm allowed mistakes. Sorry. <laughs> You're never allowed to make mistakes. Damn it. Uh, so it's Christmas time. Christmas time in National City. <laughs> Christmas. And, uh, you know, we got the typical Christmas party episode with the crew and everyone's there and everyone's bonding. And we hear Jingle Bell Rock over and over and over. Uh, <laughs> And this week we get some background on Monel. Oh, I'm just gonna keep it on a loop Mon-El's for the next hour. Monel's wife is super hot. Modern <laughs> girl's pretty. Blah 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 blah. Okay, I'm done. Um, she's really pretty. Sorry. She is. <clears throat> All right, so... Is that an unfortunate thing? Have you ever run into a boyfriend, ex-boyfriend, and you're like, wow, she's really prettier than me? Um, I have not. I haven't run mm. into them. I've been like seen them and you're just like, But oh. I've seen them online nope. and been like, cool, cool, yeah. cool. But then turns out they were a crazy psychopath who like fights people in bars. So. Like Saturn Girl. No. <laughs> like, no, it's fine. It's fine. Hmm. Um, that sounds like I'm like hung up on it, but this was forever ago. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is this recent? I don't even, like, the, dude's, the dude's not even with that girl anymore. I saw him from a distance recently at like a, like an event in downtown Phoenix. And he was with, uh, the girl that he's been with for a couple years now. They have like a baby and a dog and I'm just like, okay, bye. Like, <laughs> I don't give a shit. Um, <clears throat> all right. So Monel and his wife we get some background on the whole deal with the ship and what that situation was and because they crash landed back here in the past and we kind of figured you know all right well they probably hit another wormhole or whatever and they were in cryosleep but we get an actual explanation so they were um they they hit a wormhole one of those like disturbances in their ship it launched them back to present day and their ship crashed underwater and their ship was kind of messed up and they couldn't figure out how to fix it. So they put themselves in cryosleep for 12,000 years. <laughs> That's all. Like, yeah. when you doubt, just put yourself in cryosleep for over a thousand years. It's fine. You probably won't have any lasting damage. Well, who the hell is supposed to wake them up? Well, it was on, they were like on an automatic timer, like a kitchen timer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, ding! The oven dings, you pull them out. <laughs> Yeah, <clears throat> but the only reason that Monel woke up out of his cryo sleep was because of that torpedo from way earlier this season hitting that ship or the shockwave of it or whatever. You know, the ship was disturbed. It got knocked 
and it screwed up his cryo sleep. And so he woke up. Everything comes full circle. And I assume, um, I assume it woke him up because he's the captain. Because he, we find out he's the one who organized the Legion of Superheroes. So that, I mean, huh. all of this makes so a thing. perfectly logical mm-hmm. sense to me at this point. Oh, and guess what? Um, like I was talking about, Saturn Girl is enamored with Kara. She's so excited to meet her. She's just like, Kara gave her life purpose. Like, the, the, if not for Mon El meeting and being inspired by and falling in love with Kara, the Legion wouldn't exist in the future. Uh, Saturn Girl wouldn't have this direction in life. You know, none of that would be a thing. So they just, they admire her so much in the future. Um, so weird. Yeah. And I think that You're makes dating it, my ex and you also love me. Okay. Oh, Not awkward at okay, all. So, <clears throat> so hear me out here. I feel like that would make things so much harder, so much worse if you were in Kara's shoes. Because uh, it's easier yeah. to hate the person, right? It's easier to hate yeah. someone. Oh yeah, definitely. It's easy. It's oh god, I'm like thinking about it. it's so much, <laughs> I know. It's so much easier to just be like, wow, that person sucks. Screw that. You know what? He can freaking have her. That's fine. If he wants that, whatever. I'm better off. You know what I mean? No, like, she's like totally perfect for so far. But she's gorgeous and she's mm-hmm. kind and she's sweet and she gives a shit about Kara's feelings and she says, I know this is uncomfortable for you and um but here's all these things and here's all the reasons why you're great and i love you and she's just she's so nice and (laughs) cute and sweet nice (laughs) (laughs) it's got to be so i i'm not even gonna lie to you guys i cry every single time there's like an awkward thing and kara gets visibly upset i just start crying for her (laughs) It's so pathetic. I'm just sitting at home alone watching Supergirl. Just weeping. (laughs) Silent tears, chin quivering. (laughs) Yeah, man. Um, And of course, there's lots of awkward interactions. Like when Mon-El and Saturn Girl are on a date at the alien bar. And she's just so cute. And she's just plowing through some ribs. And she got barbecue sauce all over her face. And... She just doesn't even care. She's just excited and hungry and happy to hang out and see the world. Well, as soon as Kara was pointing that out, I'm like, ah, this is going to be a moment. Monel is going to wipe it up. Oh, damn it. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Especially on like kind of what was their date. (coughs) Monel and Kara's date. Oh, yeah. That was their spot. It was. And now he's taking it. Way to go, (laughs) Monel. Way to go, Bob. I didn't think about that. Only place I know. Um, basically, <laughs> I'm still blaming him though. Right. So let's talk about Kara and Saturn girls talk. Um, you know, she, she did confront Kara and she was just like, Hey, just so you know, I think you're really great. And I'm really sorry that we're here right now and making this hard for you. And like, and she made things even harder for Kara by telling her all about how when Mon El got to the future, all he would really talk about was Kara and finding a way back to her and that he did he wouldn't even look at another woman for years until the realization finally set in years later that he wasn't going to find a way home to to Kara years later when he realized Saturn girl's hot years (laughs) later when he was just like all right I'll settle now I'll take this hot girl 
Oh, boy. I think she said it. Obviously, she said it with the intention to make it easier. But no, no, that never makes it easy, especially since for car was only like seven months ago. It, that, that hurts more. Yeah. Because now you're just trudging up like you're just bringing up how much they loved each other into Kara's recent memory. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's so, that's so sad. <laughs> Fuck. Um, Where are the tissues, guys? And Kara just, Kara doesn't want to talk about it. Obviously, I wouldn't either. Because what is she going to do? She can't change his mind. And what's she going to, oh, it's okay. <laughs> They've been together longer than Kara and Monel were together at this point. You they've know had what I mean? more like, ribs. They've, they've eaten more ribs. They're married. They made a commitment to each other. What the there's hell is Kara going to do? There, for all we know. Ooh, don't, ooh. Oh. Or <laughs> uh, there's about to be. <laughs> but like, yeah, I mean, what, what's Kara going to do? You know, she's not the selfish type. She's going to suffer through it and eventually be okay. But for now, be. you know, it's like, it's just, it's rough because he's here. He's here in the past. And if Kara was a selfish person, she could try and be like, yeah, but you're back. Like, I know you got her, but also, hello. Hey. OG girlfriend, come on. It, it doesn't help that she's just walking through her work and they're all training together, like joking. Being and, cute and hugging. Yeah. Find somewhere else. And so, Monel decides to confront Kara as well and be <sighs> like, wait, but hey, but stop walking away from me. And, and do you want to talk about it? Blah, blah, blah. And she just. She's, I think she handled that perfectly for, for any woman, man, whatever, dealing with that situation. I think that was a really appropriate way to handle it. Just being like, listen, I'm, I'm trying to be okay with this. Like, I cannot find a reason to hate her. She's wonderful. I'm happy for you objectively. Um, we're three good people stuck in a crappy situation, which is a great description of this because they're all wonderful people. But they're stuck in this crappy, crappy little triangle thing that's not really a triangle because the point is unreciprocated. Mm. And yep. uh, mm-hmm. and the line that she says to him, or she says, you know, this hurts. Um, <laughs> oh God, this hurts a million times more than I thought than anything that I thought of, you know, to, to look at me with no love in your eyes. Like, that's... Yeah, uh, exactly that. Yeah. Heart yeah. shatter. I was just whimpering on my couch. I was a mess of a human being at that point. That's a... It, it was a little emotional there because it's just... It's hard to know how you would react in that situation because it's always easy for us on the outside to be like, you know, oh, she's taking it well. I, I mean, I would just be like, uh, can you guys get back in your ship and just stay there, please? Yeah, I don't want to see your shit. She's being so rational and so uh, she's just being as compassionate as she possibly can be about it. Um, which sucks for her. But he, I mean, that's when she was kind of getting over it. She was starting to move on. I'm so upset for her. (laughs) I know. It's like, yeah, I think I'll move on. J.K. But but honestly, like the way Chris Wood looks at her as Monel now is different. He looks at her not with the same closeness that he used to. You know, it looks like, yeah, I care about you, but there's, you know, a wall there. Um, we're close, but we're not that close. That wall is named Saturn Girl. Yeah, right. 
Womp womp, indeed. Well, luckily, they did not accept the invitation that was extended to them to go to Kara's Christmas party, because that would have been all kinds of weird. Another thing I would have never done. Oh, God. Oh God. She's trying so hard to be nice, and it's just... Um, so Alex and Kara make their little pact once more. They're not going to sulk. They're not going to be sad, uh, especially now when it's the holidays. You know, whatever. We're fine. We're all good to go. Um, and uh, Mern loves hot chocolate is something else that we learned. He says, you know, oh, Jean, why did you introduce me to that other brown water? This brown water is far superior. So clearly Mars prefers sweets to bitter tastes like coffee. <laughs> Excuse me. Let me take a sip of mine. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Actually, I, I do, too. I, I prefer sweet things a little bit more. I don't like bitter tastes, but coffee is my lifeblood. I think it's all of ours. Let's, let's be real. <laughs> um, uh, and then we also get the best bit of jokey info this episode, I think, which is uh, Wynn approaches both of these Jones, Jones and... Uh, he mentions Star Wars. He mentions the Christmas special. And he goes, oh, oh my, my God. God. Yeah. You don't know what Star Wars is. Looks at Jean and says, you might, you probably don't even know what Star Wars is. To be fair. so offended. <laughs> that is so presumptuous because Jean has been on Earth for a very long time. He obviously knows what Star Wars is. And he does him one better. And he's like, excuse me. The Empire Strikes Back is like arguably the best movie sequel of all time or one of the best or whatever one he says. Them. But yeah. either way, he loves Empire. That's good with me. He's totally correct. That is one of the better um, sequels, sequels mm-hmm. like follow ups to, to any original movie. Um, Agreed. And then Wynn Win nerded out a bit on, like, Life Day on Mars. But I think I kind of was still paying attention to other things and didn't really focus in on that. There's a lot of things going on. <clears throat> it was a lot. It was a busy scene, and also I was hung up on the whole Lena and Jimmy. <laughs> Which, the, the scene started out with Lena and Jimmy, and then kind of, like, ended almost with that as well. Because it ended with the the trio of uh, Lena and Kara and Sam talking about uh, Lena and Jimmy, and they teasing her about you know oh there's been chemistry blah blah blah, and she's you guys are great. I like yeah. I like Lena's response. She's like, I'm gonna have to kill you guys for that, but then I wouldn't have my best friends. But then it goes into feels after that. I know knowing what's to come. I was like, oh oh come on guys. Yeah. That's so mean. And she's just like, so I'll just have more scotch. <laughs> Same. But, uh. Good reaction there. Right. But yeah, you know, and then, of course, the party's interrupted because of DEO and Supergirl duty. Because, of course, it is. Because why can't anything ever just go according to plan? Because uh, we can't have nice things. We, none of us, <laughs> none of this team can have nice things. No. Never. Uh, and lo and behold, it's the burned symbol of rain. It's the symbol of rain is burned into this field. Um, and Kara recognizes it. She at least recognizes the shape of the crest. You know, she recognizes that it looks Kryptonian, obviously, um, and goes to her 
mother who can't even, well, the hologram of her mother anyway, within the DEO, who can't even like shed light on the situation because uh, all of the records were destroyed. The the ruling body uh, of Krypton destroyed all the records of anything before Rao because they focused in on worshiping Rao and believed that he was the one true God. And so they just, let's just wipe the rest of it from the record, which of course is the best way to handle history, right? Totally. Yeah. yeah. Always. Yeah. So, yeah. It, it's always funny that, you know, they, they delete history and we see that now today where, the, you know, they yank down statues or they remove things from textbooks because they're offensive. You know, we yeah. never get the real story on things. So you always wonder, like, because, you know, we're kind of getting older in our nation. What else has been deleted from our history that we're just like, oh, you know, because they always say, like, the winners write, you know, write the books, not the losers of the right. wars. Exactly. And you're only hearing, you know. Your side of it. One side or 1.5 sides. You know what I mean? Like, you're never getting the full, full story. And there's so many little things that slip through the cracks and so many things that, you know, it's like the telephone game. Things get distorted. Yeah, exactly. Once they're told to one person and told to another person and told to another person, they just change slightly over time and the the voice with which they're written uh, the intent behind it and everything like that the tone changes so you never know you know we we think we have a pretty good idea of a lot of things that have happened in our world in our history but the truth is we could be totally wrong and sometimes we find evidence that we are totally wrong and and that's with people not having totally stricken the like striking the record you know what i mean like like krypton did yeah that's that's without a full wipe of okay from this year we're just gonna nix everything before it yeah our whole life's probably full of partial truths yeah oh boy (laughs) so yeah about that (laughs) on that note (laughs) uh so she gets a call actually from the state penitentiary and uh or the correctional whatever uh, and she goes to the prison to find out what Coville wants to tell her. And as soon as she goes in, he's sputtering out some prophecy and blah, blah, blah. Um, some real biblical sounding crap of like, many will die, blah, blah, blah. And then she will appear and she will reign. And she is called world killer. Um... <laughs> But so he managed to find a prophecy that Kara doesn't even know about that's predating the Book of Rao, and it tells of uh, a dark god, a devil, a Lilith, so to speak, made of darkness and teeth. I appreciate them coming full circle with all these different stories. Yeah. Like, you know, we always joke about, like, the villain of the week and what the fuck does he do? You know, so we kind of had the villain of the week that kind of caused the the submarine thing to go off with, you know, Douche Lord 2.0. And then, you know, of course, now we have the preacher man coming back and serving a purpose. Right. I appreciate that he is uh, a consistent character at this point with a purpose, not just, you know, a character for the sake of being a character. Yeah. Clarice. Um, He's Hannibal. Basically, I'm glad the... uh, I'm glad the cult's gone, though. <laughs> let's get rid of that, but let's keep the cult leader so that he can give yeah, Kara keep information. The crazy. 
God. <clears throat> but uh, then we see that the symbol starts popping up all over the city. And we get reacquainted with another baddie who we saw in the first half of this. Well, the first half of the first half of this season. <laughs> Um, and that is Douche Lord 2.0. Pew, pew, pew. Edge Lord. Um, yeah. So, douche. yeah. Lena, of course, thinks it's him because she doesn't know anything about Kryptonian stuff. She thinks it's him trying to sabotage her because the first place that it popped up was a, um, was an L Corp building or property. Um, and so, she tr- she wants to go visit him on her own accord, but we all know how well that worked out the first time with her getting pistol whipped and put on a, a plane and just a whatever. So James goes with her. Um, and he, of course, is his douchey, douchey self once they arrive at his office. But, uh, you know, he denies it. He had gifts, though. He had gifts. Well, know, they were. He was so nice. They were bullshit gifts. They were, you know. <laughs> You know what I mean? They're the gifts that they made like 25 of and he's just handing them out to the people he has appointments with. (laughs) Yeah, he's one of those. (laughs) It's a freaking mug with like all of his company branding all over it with some stuff inside. Like maybe a couple truffles. You're right. Uh, Yeah. You could set a fire in it and leave it on their doorstep. (laughs) (laughs) Dog shit in it. (laughs) Yeah. Dude, he sucks. I don't know. Whatever. Um, But the scene goes interestingly between the three of them. Um, this whole this whole situation it you can tell that he's still being a dick but he's not really he, he doesn't seem disingenuous to me you know it it seems like he's it telling the truth it was a different kind, kind of arrogance this time yeah. it was like no i really didn't do he this one he seemed Fuck a you. little caught off guard yeah um but then also he points out <laughs> of course like, because she brought his her big black boyfriend to come beat him up right <laughs> He's like, well, wait, wait. Which he points out like, hey, I have a feeling your problem with me isn't just uh, just business or whatever. You know, it's like not strictly professional. So, I mean, it was it was fine. It was it was a pretty good scene, all things considered, you know. Yeah. But um, I don't know. It's it just did we need that? What is he leading into now? Again, it just, I think it was just a way to get the assassination so Jimmy and Lena can get it on. Uh, yeah. I think That's it true. Just just That's a fair point. Mush them together. Yeah. Mush their faces Mush together. together. <laughs> oh my God, we almost died. Let's make out. Yeah, yeah, is that not? That, yeah, that's, that's. I mean, that's how it goes, right? Go, right? Yeah. Is that not how things go? <laughs> we just it's like number one way of getting together, right? We almost just died. Let's make out. Um, <laughs> we never know if we'll have this opportunity again. Right. So of course, yeah, Jimmy saves Lena, and uh, they have a rough night, which leads <laughs> to them back at the off. Well, okay, not yet, Nicole. Jeez, you never know; they might have. You're skipping it. Well, not before the kiss. It leads into that. <laughs> that leads into the kiss. Okay. Okay. They're just like banging the whole time. There's that Supergirl's getting her ass kicked. Oh my god. Um, Sorry, I missed your Supergirl getting beat up. I was uh, banging. Was banging. <laughs> My bad, I missed anything. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's let's talk about this. How do you guys feel about this ship? And Bob, do you have a ship name yet? Please tell me you have a ship name. Um, I don't know. What what, what would like? We could almost do like 
Luso or Lo- I don't know. Will we do first names or last names? Well, the first names are weird because the only thing that's coming to me is like lames or <laughs> lamey. <laughs> Lemmy. And, and they're not very lame people, so. I, um, or Gina in that, no. <laughs> Gina. Jen, Jenna, Gina, G- yeah. Gina. Yeah. Um, oh, no, stop it. <laughs> no. Perfect, that's it. Reel it, reel it back in. Um, wow. Uh, I'm sure there's all t-shirts already made out there somewhere. Oh, I'm sure. Ulther? Oh. Mm. <laughs> no, there's no good ones. There's no, nope, there's no good ship names. There's no good ship names, therefore they're not going to last. You heard it here first, <laughs> folks. <laughs> That's what the internet would say. But how do you yeah, guys... I'm just going with what the internet How do you say. guys feel about them, though? I think it's fine, other than the fact that she's his boss. Well, other than that, I think it's okay. I dig it. Yeah, no, it's it's nothing that I'm just like, I don't feel it was forced together. No, And it really doesn't of. mean anything, per yeah. se. I mean... Yeah, other than Lena finally getting some freaking companionship from someone that's actually a decent human being. Also, she definitely falls within his type, if you look at uh, Lucy Lane. So, according... That's uh, <laughs> true. According to uh, their shipping wi- wiki, it is... Shippy, gar- shippy wiki? Shipping shipping wiki. It is a Guardian Corp. Guardian Corp. That's stupid. (laughs) That's a dumb ship wiki. (laughs) Whack you in your wiki. I don't know. Um, You're going to whack my wiki? What? What? (laughs) No. 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 No means no. Awkward. Um... But uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's just it. It doesn't seem totally uh, out of the blue. It seems like it's been a slow build, and gives <clears throat> them both somebody to do. It's just kind of an a, an okay like. It's a good background story. We don't need to focus all our attention on it. We can get some cute fucking like fine relationship things happening on the side while our main characters are alone and miserable <laughs> and so, want to die. We need, we need one. We need one. So now, 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 if her and Jimmy are a thing, now Jimmy knows the secret, but she still doesn't. So now we have all kinds Ooh, of people boy. lying to her. See what I mean when I say they're not going to last. <laughs> Ooh, boy. You're right. I just we'll thought about that. Happens. I mean, it's going to be something like I could so see true. that end up being, wait, you, everybody knows but me. Could you imagine if we all knew a secret and except me? Oh and God. I was like, wait, everybody in the network knows this but me? What the fuck? <laughs> I'd be like, not one of you told me. I thought we were all friends. Thought we were friends? I guess not. <laughs> cool. Obviously not close enough to tell the secret. But I mean, even if they weren't dating, I feel like that was going to be a problem anyway because she's starting to hang out with that whole crew. Mm-hmm. So, Very true. And they all, all of a sudden the Christmas party ended. <laughs> yeah. Huh, so weird. We all got to go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was a weird, interesting background noise. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I'm fine with it. It's fine. All right. We'll figure it out. With that, yeah. let's, uh, let's take another quick break.
Opoly is the company behind your favorite top quality custom board games made with the brands you love. They're your source for authentic and hot pop culture board games and puzzles. They also create award-winning tabletop experiences that will keep your game nights fully entertained with laughter and shareable memories. Brands include Game of Thrones, Rick and Morty, Star Trek, The Walking Dead, and hundreds more. Be sure to check out their list of games by heading to usaopoly.com. That's usaopoly.com. guys let's talk rain rain brings the pain uh much pain much pain (laughs) very very many much pain uh we finally get to see rain in action we've been waiting so far all season for this we knew it was gonna happen around mid-season finale time we were gonna finally get that reveal and sure enough we did so let's talk about this first fight scene we um so she takes down all the criminals. To me, it wasn't obvious that whether she was killing them or not at that point. I assumed that she was going to because she, you know, world killer, blah, blah, blah. She's probably not going to leave him alive. Came like Supergirl with an edge. Right. So the most interesting thing to me, though, was the way it was shot. It was all first person. So you don't see her. You don't see her costume. And I thought that was clever. And I knew they were doing it to kind of give us that last reveal of like, oh, this is rain in all of her glory. Yeah. But that was a clever way to do that. No, the action scenes throughout this were shot really, really well. Um, uh, I know we kind of at the, like our first season, I think we talked about like how horrible like some of the punching and <laughs> just like in general, the fight scenes were. And I was sitting there watching it going, wow, they've come a long way in the three years. CW has better choreographers. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) CBS has all the money, but nobody that knows how to do this shit. Yeah. They just don't hire the right choreographers, I guess. Yeah. To be fair, though, like CW has been working on it for seasons prior to taking on Supergirl, you know, like perfecting those superhero fight scenes. Yeah. But even like Melissa throwing a punch was, it just seemed a lot more natural than it ever was before. Where before it was like, oh my gosh, look at this thing go so slow and so telegraphed, I guess. Yeah. This was a good fighty episode. Lots of punches. Oh, you end it, right? Lots of breaking (laughs) stuff. Totally. (laughs) Yeah. Let's go to the Christmas break with a huge fight. No kidding. And lots of blood and Everyone on the edge of their seats and having heart attacks. Uh, did anyone else feel like she was kind of Batman-like during that like first scene with her going after with all those guys? The, the cape, the cape, with the cape and, and the everything? darkness. No light, <laughs> yeah, no light. Yes. and yeah. just like kind of swinging from like person to person, almost. You know what I mean? Like just. Whew. Yeah, like, it was almost like Batman. Yeah, because <laughs> even the sound effects of like yeah. the cape going through, just yeah, it was exactly like a Batman cartoon totally. or movie. Yeah, um, I really liked the. Uh, the last shot, the last criminal she takes down, um, where it goes all red. We're like, oh, he just got roasted. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was the first guy that I knew for a fact was dead. Like, I assumed the other ones probably were, but I knew at that moment. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, you're he's, done for. He's not coming back from that, guys. No. <laughs> walk, walk, walk it off. Walk it off, Jerry. <laughs> no? It's no? No? Okay. Oh, oh he's smoking. God. Um, so we, we find out 
Um, so Rain finds out as Sam that Douche Lord 2.0, Edge Lord, uh, attempted to kill Lena and like hired a goon or whatever. And um, she kind of starts to shut down. Like a trigger. Oh God. Yeah. Like she looks at him and she's, she's in this weird limbo between she is Sam and has love for Lena and has respect for Lena. And that's one of her best friends. And, uh, rain like lurking inside of her, you know, she looks at this guy and gets into a rage and she's just like, he shouldn't be alive. And, and of course, like James and Lena hear that and they just go, well, that's a weird thing to say. All right. Anyway, let's look at the news. <laughs> well, that's a little aggressive. Well, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say that necessarily, yeah. but I mean, all right. what happens when you're kind of new love? I guess so. It you ignore matter. homicidal comments. <laughs> yeah. 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 Take care of that. I'm just going to look at her eyes. I'm literally going to go murder someone. Yep. That's right. Have fun. She's going to leave. Do you want to make be out? Safe. Yeah, right. <laughs> Don't do anything I wouldn't do. Um but so she we get the uh we get the iconic Superman Supergirl shirt pull where she busts open her shirt before she's even out of the way of other people just gets in that elevator and is just like, bah, here's my rain costume. I've, I've never like, understood what that. What if but... someone was in there? <laughs> what confuses me is that she doesn't understand that she is rain. Right. I think she triggered at that point, but like at no point was she like, something's kind of tight underneath this. What <laughs> right. am I wearing? That's a fair point. <laughs> <laughs> what am I wearing? This feels odd. I don't know. I'm just going to go to the bathroom. I'll be right back. <laughs> the fuck is someone what is this god <laughs> yeah that's, wearing? that's fair yeah that's yeah hey yeah <laughs> <laughs> like if nothing triggered her she's just going home to change right i don't know she man. does she just, just trigger starts... and like become rain every time she has to get dressed or undressed out of that costume <laughs> yeah. i don't know time to come that Wake seems up. excessive anyway uh <laughs> In true Kryptonian fashion, you know, when she gets over to uh, Douche Lord 2.0's offices and she goes hunting for him, she uses her x-ray vision. Turns out he's got a secret little lead-proofed, like, panic room. And so when she uses her x-ray vision, she can't see through it. So he manages to escape from her and of course he starts twisting the media and saying listen i'm not saying it was supergirl i'm just saying i can't say it wasn't her because he's such a douche (laughs) i like how the response is just exasperated size like just oh god you just cut it he's getting to just cut us a break He's being to be that, like, getting to be that character that if I ever saw him, I'd be like, dude, you're such a dick. You know? Like, <laughs> the, yeah, where you're <laughs> believing, like, that's how he is in real like, life. You're such a dick. There's no way you could do that without being a dick in real life. Right. <laughs> God. Um, so, you know, Supergirl is paying no mind to any of that and just paying attention to, okay, Rain's doing all this crap. We got to play by her rules at this point. I'm going to call her out. Leaves a Supergirl mark for rain rain comes and we get this final badass fight um 
so she <laughs> she gets her shit rocked. <laughs> Rain. I don't. I don't even know how it's possible for someone who's spent her whole life not training and not harnessing her powers, who hasn't even had her powers that long. Um, but Kara gets her gets her shit rocked. Oh man, she yeah. That was hard to watch too. Uh, that was really hard to watch. Although there were some really cool moments between the two of them. Yeah, I really enjoyed the almost diehard esque like when they when they like. I say die hard because of like the Christmas with the violence and you know what I mean? Because yeah. um, wasn't there Christmas music going on? Yeah, the whole time? there was. When yeah. they bust into that office party and they're fighting in there, there's just right. the Christmas music still going and they're just brawling, like hard brawling. And uh, that was a really cool scene. That was awesome. All the civilians are like, oh my God, oh shit, get it, I gotta go. <laughs> um, meanwhile, they're that just like hilarious, not actually. pulling punches. It was so good. was hilarious because they were like, oh yeah, party. And these two were like, Merry fucking Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> it was really good. Um, but she just, oh my God, you know, like Supergirl doesn't bleed very often because usually no one's strong enough to make her bleed. But a Kryptonian sure can. And Rain beats her to a pulp. I mean, she's just getting cracked. bruised. Yeah, Yeah. she's getting cracked over the head, bleeding from her head. She has a wicked shiner on one of her eyes. She's bleeding from the mouth. She just looks like a mess. She's her costumes all burned from uh, from her heat vision, uh, especially right over her emblem that's blacked out. And the the visual. Uh, the visual of that and the, um, I guess the, uh, the idea behind it, you know, the symbolism there mm-hmm. is really cool. Because Rain just like kind of blacked that out and kind of just charred and ruined and erased it. it. It was another one where they, you know, they had a bunch of shaky camera scenes, shots, mm-hmm. and then like the lights were flashing off and on everywhere that they were fighting. Yeah. And, you know, the, the one that got me is when, Kara's just looking at the little girl who's like kneeled behind the car. And she, for a split second, that little girl is thinking about like running over to Kara to be like, are you okay? And Kara's like, no. Oh, hell no. Stay back. Then I get hit with rebar concrete on a pole. And that's when her head gets wrecked. Yeah. Well, because she's still, even when she's getting the pulp beaten out of her, she's still worried for other people's safety. Yeah. But didn't she take that (laughs) in, uh, deck rain right back with it but then rain comes back with a freaking car door on fire yeah yeah that was cool that was (laughs) amazing (laughs) they did a lot of things that i just like if you would have asked me you know whatever two summers ago when we started supergirl i would have been like yeah we won't we'll see mediocre fight scenes at best but this was possibly one of the best kryptonian on kryptonian fight scenes i've ever seen in movie tv cartoon yeah, it was good. It was, it was just, I think what made it so good too for the characters is that this is a Kara who, you know, Alex confronts her and says, don't be human. Don't embrace your, uh, human side. Like I've been telling you to do be cold, be Kryptonian, be alien. And like, that's how you have to face her because that's what she is. And I'm, I'm scared. This one scares me. Um, mm-hmm. and Kara's just been, through emotional hell. So she's got all of these feelings 
then she's just shoving them down. She's just bottling them up because she's trying not to take them out on Monel or Saturn Girl or anyone at the DEO who's just, you know, making note of the situation. You know what I mean? So she's just got all of this inside of her and she's just focused on taking down Rain. So she's letting all of that out into this fight and uh, it it felt great. It was a no holds barred fight. So, okay, I know we're going. We were going through this, but at that moment, like while it was going on, and they're like, "Oh my god, is she gonna die? Is she gonna live?" I was like, "Shouldn't shouldn't Monel tell him?" <laughs> like they came from the future. Like if I was to like somehow appear in the future and I wanted to see how all you guys ended up, I'm pretty sure like there's some kind of history, especially if you were a super. Mm-hmm. There's got to be some kind of books or something yeah. that, you know, that you would know. Well, she probably she survives this. Don't worry about it. But at the same time, you know, the future can change as we've seen from the Flash. Yeah. And Legends. Many times. And, and Legends. But Legends is specifically time travel. Yeah. So that's obvious there. But um, but yeah, I well, I think we get I think we get that from Saturn girl coming up and kind of whispering to him like she's she's going to be OK. Like, she's not worried. Yeah. yeah. So she knows that Kara gets through it. Um, but I, it's still hard to watch someone, even if they know that she's going to be okay. It's still hard to watch someone in that state if you care about them. Um, so I, I really like a little bit of the dialogue that, the little bit of dialogue that Rain and Kara have, um, you know, towards the end of the fight. She just says, I am no devil, just like you are no God. Um, and we're going to see a lot of that dichotomy, I think, of extreme good versus extreme evil, you know, devil versus God, etc. I think that's going to be a huge part of their conflict moving forward into the second half of the season and into the rest of this plot. Yeah. Um, but man, that... I have to say that shot of Kara falling, of Supergirl falling after she gets tossed off. And I was like, that seems silly because she can fly. And then I was like, oh, wait, she was kind of too exhausted to even stand up. How is she going to get the energy to fly? Yeah, Steve is like, but she can fly. Why is she holding her over the edge? I'm like, do you see how That's pretty much, yeah. she is? She's all limp as shit. She's yeah, wrecked. She yeah. is like, she was on the edge but there, that man. fall... Um, and to have people come around and, and view it, it's, you know, it's, it is like the fall of a God for them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, speaking of diehard and falling. Yeah. And, but that, that shot was great. Yeah. Like Melissa looked great in it. Um, it was really, really well done. And, uh, I, yeah, it just, it, it's just, it makes me feel panic of like, oh my God, Kara actually, it legitimizes rain. Yeah. Like, oh, totally Kara might not have this. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's what it made me feel. I was yeah. like, oh, shit. You know, she's... And, and that's... These are my favorite kinds of plots for the supers, you know, because they're so OP a lot of the time that you have to find love for them in different ways, you know, and within their own personal flaws and their personality flaws and yeah. stuff like that. Um, and this is just like, oh, boy. <laughs> Oh, rain means business. Um, it does legitimize her for sure. And last scene of the episode, Ruby wakes up for Christmas. She's run down the stairs. Merry Christmas, mom. Mom. And then she does the trigger finger. Mama. <laughs> Mommy. And I'm like, did my prophecy come true? But in like the worst way possible. <laughs> yeah. Um, so rain 
whips around because that's obviously not Sam. Rain oh, has taken not. over. Um, and did we see foreshadowing with uh, with Alex kind of taking the reins with Ruby at the Christmas party or did they kill a kid? <sighs> Do you think they're going to take Rain down that irredeemable path? If you want to, like, if legit, I would love if she killed her just because of like, we, it's it's very much in character. Yeah, we've already seen just how like serious Rain is and mm-hmm. You know, she legitimized herself by, um, you know, beating the shit out of Supergirl. Mm-hmm. And this mm-hmm. would just push that over the top to where, like, she doesn't care about anything. If you're that, willing to take your own flesh and blood and, like, snap a neck. Yeah, and that would... I don't... Okay, so here's the thing, though. She talks so much about doling out justice. I just think she's not going to care about Ruby. They think- said that she's going to forget Ruby. Because Rain doesn't know Ruby. Rain doesn't care. She has no attachment. It's Sam that does. You think it was the Supergirl logo she gave her? Was she wearing it? I, I didn't see it. She's like, oh, there's that logo again. There's that I didn't, logo. I I didn't see that. it. But also, I honestly, I just think that, you know, she's going <clears> to... <throat> I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. I don't think they're going to kill her. I agree that it could be the Alex. Because then Sam goes to jail, and then they know all, like, immediately as soon as Rain breaks out of jail, that... What if she goes to jail with uh, Preacher Man? (laughs) I mean... Preacher Man. Sorry, I I don't know. Nice. Nice. I could see it going two ways. I could see them using Ruby's death as, like, a way to, like, quote-unquote, kill off Sam and have it just be Rain, and it's it's Rain 24-7, or... Rain just takes off and, you know, Ruby's like, I don't know where the hell my mom is. And like Sam's gone and or maybe she's already dead, dead, quote unquote. And it's just Rain and Ruby's abandoned. And then we see the Alex thing come in. But if I'm thinking, trying to think as maybe a show writer, I don't think that they would have had that moment between her and Sam with the necklace and the story of the, their favorite memory for no reason at all. Yeah. You think that's like, mom, come back. Yeah. I think that they're at least leaving it open to be able to use that later, potentially. So, And that whole stronger together thing. Yeah. I just, I feel like, I feel like she's just going to, I, I don't know. Something's going to happen and Ruby's going to like go to Kara's apartment or something like that because she knows where it is and be like, my mom's weird. It's crazy. <laughs> my mom's being weird. She's just standing in the corner like Blair Witch Project. I don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> this is some like Samara from the ring shit. Like she's just <laughs> hair over her face in the corner. I don't know what's happening. There she's is cr- no Sam, only jointed. rain. God. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about just overall the first half of this season this year. Um, what are what are some highlights for you guys? I mean, it's just <laughs> right off the bat, it would just I be mean, this fight scene. I well, mean, yeah. I mean, legitimately, uh, that's, that's it, more like a highlight and a low light. <laughs> yeah, the outcome sucked, but uh, just as far as like cameras and everything that they do technically, this was beautiful by them 
And it was just, again, it, it, I know I've said it probably three times already, but it caught me off guard when I was watching it going, wow, this feels like big budget motion picture type shit that we're seeing here. And, you know, when I first started watching Supergirl, I was like, oh, please don't make these people throw punches. Don't make them fly. Don't let them do anything because it's horrible. Let them talk. You know, we wanted a cat coke thing, not a Supergirl show. And it, it's changed so much. So I would go with that. Um, for me, would be the the big thing. Low lights would be, you know, uh, I think I would want more Win. I kind of miss Win's girlfriend, and we still don't know where she kind of went. You know, because that interaction was fun. Yeah. Um. Gotta say, I definitely agree with need more Win. Especially now that Mon El has dropped from my golden graces. <laughs> He's lowered in the rankings. Agreed. He's bottom of the barrel now, baby. Oh. Oh. No. No sympathy. <laughs> <laughs> bottom not, of the I'm barrel. Fucking serious. Um I, I Great plan. gotta say this whole season has just been great. Um it's, I don't know, like, it, this show has only gotten better as we've been covering it for the past three seasons. You know, like, the with each season, there's more improvements and more improvements, and there's more depth, and there's more to the characters, and there's more, uh, the, the visuals are better, and the fight scenes are better. It just, I, yep, that's all I got. It's just <laughs> so good. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, it it really is good. Um, like they've done so great with like character development and relationship building and all of that. That I know that if and when they're going to kill off a pretty major character, um, I am gonna be destroyed because they have just done so good at having us connect with each and every one of these characters, these main characters, um. Hell, even losing Maggie was like, that fucking sucks. Um, but, I mean, it's just been getting better and better every every episode. And there's really not a lot of low lights that I can pinpoint. I, yeah, I don't I don't have a lot of low lights here other than a lack of win. I, yeah, I got to say, like, that's, that's like the one low light. Yeah. Um, and then other than that, <clears throat> I don't think I really have many... Nit, like complaints that aren't just bullshit nitpicking, like looking for things to complain about. Yeah. Nothing stands out. I will say one of my biggest highlights so far this season is how they're choosing like the direction of each episode. So each director has done a great job so far. I think there's only, there's been what one episode that we were like, I mean, it was a fine episode. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um, but the way that they've handled the storytelling this season, the way that they've had this journey of of Kara's, it seemed like it was Kara's journey to healing only for it to just get like, th- like balled up and then thrown immediately in her face. And it feels like her world is just crashing down around her again. And she's trying to get through it, but it's all literally in front of her now instead of like off in the distance, like maybe it is, maybe it isn't. Um, and that whole journey has also been at the same time rain's journey to becoming rain and it's been this amazing two-part story to watch progress at the same time it's been really cool yeah uh another highlight for me that the child actors or 
teenage actors that they had when they did the flashback episode. The, yes, the flashback episode perfect. was one of the better episodes that we've seen too. Yes. So where, you know, I know I went into it all apprehensive because flashbacks fucking suck. <laughs> um, and it, they did it really, really well. So that that's another big highlight for the first half of this year. Yeah. Kudos to the whole crew on that and including those actresses. Um, all right. So let's talk. How, how does this big bad rank against the others? Cause I think she's, the biggest we've seen so far. I think she's number one. Absolutely. After that fight. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh. Legitimately. Uh, e- e- one easy. And she was only in this episode, really. Yeah. You know, we kind of... The rest of them with, like, Cadmus and all that other shit, we kind of saw, like, a build up, And we weren't really sure who the big bad was or what the hell was going on half the time. But this one was... This is, like, a real threat that I'm, you know... We're really kind of wondering how they're going to get out of this. I'm worried. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like, I know it's the show's going to keep going on, but how are they going to do this yeah. without somebody getting hurt? Yeah. And, and you talking about like, you know, the path of healing for Kara and then it being thrown in her face. I'm going to be crushed when she finds out Rain's identity. It's going to be so rough. Yeah. And that's probably going to make this even harder for them to get out of. So. Um, number one number one so far do do we have any predictions or any of our predictions that we've already made that are sure to go wrong I feel like the killing the kid thing isn't gonna happen I feel like that's one that we're like it's a I don't know if it's a wish or a want (laughs) to to kill the kid alright no I think she's gonna be alright Bob the only parent in the room (laughs) (laughs) whatever (laughs) Uh, Monel ditches Saturn girl, sends her away on the ship. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. That'd be great. <laughs> I, I honestly, I just don't know how he goes back. Like, you know, because if you guys are heartbroken now, imagine if he's like, all right, we saved the day. I'm going to go back with the, the my Legion. I mean, I would get that, though. Yeah. I I think I would almost be more upset with him if he were like, okay, bye, hot wife. Go back to the future. I'm going to stay here with my girlfriend. <laughs> womp, yeah. womp. Yeah, uh. I, th- I think that ship has sailed, and it should just keep sailing. Yeah. Just, just keep sailing. Because at this point, like, that's, together, that's it's poopy. <laughs> like, she was like, uh, would you take him back? That you, were, you girls were in the Supergirl role. And he went away and was lost for all these years and ended up getting married. And then he's like, you know what? I belong here. I want to be with you. Nicole, would you go back with him? Why do you have to start with me? Because I'm looking right at you. Because <laughs> we're already making eye contact. I know, right? I should have been that kid in the class yeah, like, avoiding look, it. <laughs> look away from me if you don't want me to ask you first. <laughs> I'd be so conflicted. Probably not because, I mean, if he's going to do that... If he's going to do that with Saturn Girl to go back to me, who say his ass ain't going to do that and like regret it six months later and be like, oh, I made a mistake. I mean, <laughs> time out. I'm going back. To be fair, he didn't do anything wrong. He really did. All he did was he took he more lost- time than he was like, I don't know, than was necessary, I guess, to try and find a way back to Supergirl, back to the woman he loved. Yeah. And then eventually lost hope. reality set in that he wasn't able to find a way. And so he moved on and that's fair. He's been there for seven years. 
I don't think he did anything wrong by moving on. Um, However, I think I would be conflicted because he's currently in a relationship that seems to have lasted longer than... Marriage isn't legal if you go back in time. Just saying. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) That marriage license says 3,000 something. It wouldn't be in the books. Um, It wouldn't. But I would feel conflicted taking someone else's husband at that point, you know? Yeah. But it's the love of your life. I just said conflicted. (laughs) I didn't say that I wouldn't do it. I would just feel bad about it. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I don't know if I could do it. I don't know. All right. Well, any last predictions before we get on out of here? No, I think Monel's the only big one. And then maybe, like I said, we always say Lena's gonna something's gonna happen where she flips out when ooh, she finds ooh, out. Wait, but guess what? Oh, we forgot about Brainiac Five. Oh, you think that's that's gonna be the savior for the kissies? <laughs> Making some kissies at Supergirl. Brainiac Five's gonna come. Like he's gonna wake up. And maybe even Chameleon Boy and Legion Superheroes. Uh, so, but Brainiac Five and Supergirl—they already uh, like they already said that they're gonna have some chemistry or whatever, you know. Okay. They've already said that, mm. so I'm hoping that he this helps. This is where jealousy comes. He helps her to <laughs> to move on. Maybe I don't know. Brainiac Five so. stays behind. Yeah. Oh my God! Please. Replace Monel. That's those are words that I never I thought I would say. <laughs> you look so offended or shocked. <laughs> oh boy, I'm she offended like, by myself. Like, yeah, she's offended with herself right now. <laughs> we were Team Monel. We now were. were like, nah. Just because nah. he's like he's trying to be compassionate, but it's not working. Like he doesn't mm-hmm. get how hard this is for her. He says he does, but he doesn't because totally. he's had time to grieve and move on. All right. Well, with that, guys. That's going to be it for today's DC on CW Supergirl edition. Remember, you can always catch any past and future DC on CW episodes through the Rain Man digital app. And be sure to follow us on our social media. Our Twitter is at DC on CW, Facebook.com slash DC on CW. And our Instagram is at DC underscore on underscore CW. And we will see you when the season resumes. Not in the mood for chit chat. Gotcha. Ready when you are. How did you do that? I'm Supergirl. You who now?